The Big Footy Port Adelaide podcast is proudly sponsored by New Vision. My team, Kanda, power. I love the power. power, power. I love the power. power, power. Hi guys, Maca19 here and you are listening to Danger 5, a new five-minute podcast on the Port Fan Radio Network where I detail the five danger players for the opposition in this weekend's game. This week I'll talk about my five danger Adelaide players ahead of this Saturday showdown. My first danger player this week for the Crows is Rory Sloan. The Crows captain played his 200th game against the Swans and was arguably the only midfielder to win his position for the Crows. The inside midfielder picked up a team-high nine clearances as well as a game-high seven tackles to go with 18 disposals and a goal in a performance that should see him get a Brownlow vote. Not only did he show great form in round one, His recent form against Port Adelaide has been nothing short of exceptional. In five games against us since the start of 2017, he's averaged over 27 disposals, kicked five goals and picked up Brownlow votes in four of those five matches. Not only does he impact by winning the contested bowl, he has shown in the past against Port that he has a huge impact running loose, delivering inside 50 and hitting the scoreboard. So how do we curtail his influence? He's shown over the years that he is one of the elite mids who can actually be susceptible to a close tag. It is something other clubs have exploited over the years, especially through 2017 and 18. So if we are to play tight on someone this weekend, make it Rory Sloan. The second danger player for the Crows this week is Riley O'Brien. The success story of the Crows in 2019, Adelaide actually traded away Sam Jacobs to ensure that Rob was leading their ruck through 2020 and beyond. He had a very good year in 2019, turning from an almost laughable footballer to someone who impacted a ruck contest, who was capable of marking around the ground and following up the ground ball as well. Whilst his kicking is still a bit of a crapshoot, he has the size to win hitouts consistently. Adelaide's midfield had a shocking game against Sydney, and O'Brien was smashed in the ruck. It's rare for Adelaide's midfield to have two poor games in a row, and O'Brien will no doubt be looking at making amends this week. With Scott Lyser under a bit of an injury cloud, this could be one position where Adelaide may seek to get an advantage this week. Plough into Lyser at any opportunity and tire him out as quick as possible. The good news, Port with Ryder in the first game and Lyser in the second game last year were able to smash them in the midfield and get an advantage over O'Brien at stoppages. Let's hope for the same this week. The third danger player for the Crows this week is Daniel Talia. Not a player that I would normally put here, but he has a very good record against Port Adelaide, and especially against Charlie Dixon. Charlie has managed just four goals in six matches against Adelaide since crossing from Gold Coast, and has found it difficult to break free against the Crows and have any sort of impact. Now the head of a key defensive group consisting of first-year player Fisher McCassie and Jake Kelly, who was arguably worse on ground against the Swans, a lot of the defensive responsibility sits fair and square on Daniel Talia's shoulders this Saturday night. Now we know that Charlie is at his best when he can roam the forward line and use his pace on short sharp leads to get distance between he and his defender. Talia loves a scrap. He's not that good on the lead but loves it when teams kick it high and long and he can pull and scrag and influence the contest that way. We must not play to his advantage this week and if we are to win then Charlie needs to be a big part of that. The fourth danger player for the Crows this week is Brody Smith. Brody is one of the key movers of the football for Adelaide. He's tall, he's quick, and he can boot the ball like no one else at the Crows. Whether he's stationed off a back flank or further up the field on a wing, he always seems to impact the game. He averaged 23 disposals last year and was second at the club in both inside 50s and rebound 50s, which shows just how hard he does work through that back half of the ground moving forward. He had a stinker against the Swans, 
and also doesn't have a great record against Port Adelaide, so he'll be looking to make amends this week. With the Crows' new shorter game plan, they will be looking at Smith through the middle of the ground, who will then be able to deliver long inside 50. Dersmer is a great matchup for him if he does indeed start on a wing. The fifth and final danger player for the Crows this week is Darcy Fogarty. Now, Darcy's under-delivered on his promise so far in his career. He came into the AFL system as a ready-made player, but he struggled to impact over the course of his two years in the system. But he did show some form towards the end of last year that he may turn that around. He looms as a danger matchup for Port. Strong as an ox, with a great burst of speed off the mark. He should be too quick for Jonas, too strong for Burton, and other players don't fit either. He can go missing in games, and we saw that in round one. He had a strong first quarter, but then fell out of the game. If someone like Burton does get the job on him and does get on top of him early, then he may go into his shell and be a non-event for the game. That's it for this week, guys. Uh, Looking forward to the game. Hope you're all watching it on TV. And until next time, come the pair.